someone who didn't talk to or know too many gal. I didn't want a guy who has loads of female friends and cousins and people hanging around. I didn't want that. I didn't want that at all. Nope, 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 nope. Do you know what it is though? I think sometimes when you've been burnt before by a guy, your trust levels go down in it. So you're then suspicious of everybody around them. Let mommy talk, episode seven. Hello and wagwan. Welcome to episode seven of my podcast, Let Mummy Talk. I'm Lynn, your host, the girl that loves to chat a lot. <laughs> Today's pod is a super important one and an exciting one as well. And I know I always say that. Okay, I get it. I'm slightly biased. But no, it genuinely is really important. So before we get into it, if you're new here, like I said, your first time listening to my pod, I want to give you a nice warm welcome. Collect a drink on your way in, courtesy of moi. Now, this pod is all about the vibes. It's about the feel-good vibes. We discuss everything and anything that matters from culture to lifestyle, relationships, love, situationships, right through to health, both mental and physical. But above everything else is happiness. That is what I'm all about. So let's get started. How are you feeling? How's your week been? What's been happening? What's new? I really hope you're feeling good and you're in good spirits today as you listen to this podcast. I hope there's a lot of fortune and amazing things happening in your life because that's what I want for my people. Happiness, fortune, blessings upon blessings. This pod is a space where you can come to find calm, support, advice, couple stories of random stuff or just discussions on things that matter, things that we go through every day. And maybe, just maybe, you might get a couple of LOLs on the way out. We can hope. Today's drink of choice is a Cuban rum. Mm. It's a very smooth rum and I've mixed it with a bit of orange juice. Yes, I would have preferred to have a fizzy drink to mix it with, but I don't have any fizzy drinks in stock at the moment. So, OJ it is. How are you feeling today, mummy? And I'm feeling good. I'm feeling super good today. I mean, I've, I've said that for the past three weeks. We're on a roll here. We're having continuous days of goodness. This is really nice to hear and to feel because not long ago, I was having a lot of bad days clumped together and it was starting to get a little bit dark. It was getting a bit dark, but the cloud moved (laughs) and we're seeing sunshine again. Yay! Done though. Hooray for me. So I'm very happy about that. And today I visited, my husband and I visited a nursery for my daughter and she goes to a nursery school already, but it's only for limited hours and it's not enough. You blink and she's back home and she's lovely. She's fantastic, but I need space because I'm human and I just need a bit of space for my own thoughts and stuff. So yeah, we needed a little bit of top up childcare around those basic hours she has at her nursery school. And we found a nursery today that we quite like. So win, win, oi, oi, get in. I'm very happy about that. What are you loving right now, mummy? So at the moment, I'm really, feeling popcorn. I don't mean the artist popcorn. No, I actually mean popcorn, you know, the sweet and salty type. It's, yeah, it's kind of dangerous because I can eat a whole bag and not even recognize the bag's finished. You know, when you're putting your hand back in the packet to get more, but it's like, oh, oh, okay. It's, It's empty. I ate the whole bag. I'm there. That's me a lot of the time. Now I may be late to the party on the next one, but something or I guess I should say someone else I'm really loving is an artist called Young Blue is it blue or blue I don't know Young Blue right and oh my gosh I only discovered him recently 
I know I'm late to the party. I know, but don't watch that. Just know that I arrived. So I'm at the party now and I, I've heard this guy and I love him. I love this guy, Young Blue. So he's an American like rapper, hip hop artist. And he's got a song featuring Drake and it's called Your Minds Still. Your Minds Still, babes. Ah, I don't know what it is. You know, you just hear a song and it just hits you and it hits different. This song hit different for me. I just heard it on the radio randomly and I had to Shazam that. I was like, who is this? I love it. So yeah, I'm, I'm loving Young Blue. So I would recommend you look him up. See if you're feeling him. If you're not, that's your business, not mine. <laughs> I'm just joking, I'm just joking. Another thing I will say that I am loving is Facebook, but nothing other than their groups. Because I'll tell you what, Facebook groups recently have been... I don't know, they've been more than a blessing and I can't stand Facebook, I, I really can't, I just find it really, no, mm -mm. but I only go on there now to go on groups because they are so helpful. So, so I recently joined some Facebook groups and there's one that was started for black mums in London, which is fantastic. And it's such a nice group of mums who are similar to me in their culture, their background, their, their beliefs, their ways. And it's just connection, which is so, so nice. And I just love it. I love that group. And another one that I'm loving is an autism group. And gosh, I can't say it enough. I speak about my son and his autism and the challenges we face as a family frequently. And I will talk about it more. And if you don't want to hear it, then maybe this isn't the pod for you, but this is a pod where I will openly speak about autism, about additional needs and about anything that is important. So this group, let's get back to the, get back to what I was saying. This group on Facebook is fantastic. It's, it's a support group for parents um, and carers of autistic people. And it's incredible because when you speak to friends, family, about what you're going through, like raising a child with autism, there can be a lot of love, a lot of support, a lot of, I guess, sympathy for some of the struggles, but it doesn't connect in the same way as speaking to somebody who goes through the same thing as you, who experiences the same daily encounters with as you, with their child. Because, yeah. So anyway, that group is just a godsend. So that's making me really happy because I just feel like you've got people that actually understand what you're going through. And it's really nice to be able to talk with them and connect with them and read what's going on in their lives. So yeah, man, I'm a happy bunny. What are you watching on Growing Up TV? Oh, right. So I've been watching a couple of things, bro. I have, I have. So I watched a classic movie from 2013, actually. The Best Man's Holiday. And it always gets me every single time. Features Morris Chestnut, Tay Diggs, uh, Sana Lathan, you know, the usual near long, the usual suspects. And, oh my gosh, I mean, it's no new movie. Like I said, it's 2013, but it's just nice to sometimes watch these old classics. But I watched it and I just couldn't stop crying. Like, you know, I'm a soppy person and I get very emotional very easily. It was a tough watch, but a good watch. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. And I also watched a movie called Nobody's Fool. Now, this is not a new movie either. I'm just a bit late to the party, as always. So it came out two years ago in 2018, and it's um, directed and produced by Tyler Perry. And it stars the likes of Tiffany Haddish, Omari Hardwick, who plays Ghost in Power. Oh, that fine, fine, fine ass man. He's <laughs> so fine. Like, oh my gosh. Dribble, dribble, dribble all day long. And Queen Whoopi Goldberg is in there as well. Now, it's got actually quite bad ratings, to be honest. It's got like three, three and a half stars out of five. 
But don't watch the ratings. Just listen to your girl. I'm telling you now, if you haven't seen, it's worth a watch, you know. It's a cute movie. Yes, it's a little bit predictable. Okay, it's a typical rom-com with a bit of comedy. But I had a number of LOL moments. So, yeah. But the topic of today's pod came about as a result of me watching this movie. So the movie is, I'll just give you a basic synopsis. It's based on Tiffany Haddish. Her character comes out of prison and then she finds out that her sister is dating a guy who she's not seen, ever, ever met. She's been dating him for a year. She's not seen him. And basically she's kind of getting catfished, right? Um, But the part I'm referring to is along the way, this sister meets a lovely guy and this lovely guy is Amari Hardwick. And she starts liking him, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, she finds out he has been in prison before. And she's like, she's a little bit of a snob. In fact, she's a big snob. And she's a bit like, oh my gosh, I can't even talk to you anymore. You're an ex-con, like what? Why are you even trying to holler at me? Stop. And I watched it and I'm just like, first of all, he's fine. Okay, that gives him a little pass. Now I'm joking, I'm joking. (laughs) Am I joking? You'll never know. No, real talk. Okay, first of all, he is fine. But second of all, I'm sorry, can somebody not change their life around? Like, she, she literally wrote this guy off based on the fact he had been in prison. Even though he's transformed his life, opened up a whole new business and blah, 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 blah. But she wasn't having any of it. And she was just like, I have a list. Ex-con is not on it. So I can't, I'm afraid. I just can't. And I'm like, oh, people still have these lists that they stick to. And then that led on to a conversation with a friend of mine. And this friend and I were discussing, this friend's single, obviously I'm not single, but we were discussing people who have an interest in her. And she just wasn't interested. And she's just like, no, it's not on my list. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're doing the listing again. This is too much. So this pod today is all about the list, the deal breakers and compromising versus settling. When is it a compromise? When is it settling? And when should you just lower your chest and allow yourself to fall in love? Okay, let me kick it off with a very interesting fact. Listen up. Now, apparently, you are more likely to encounter an alien from outer space (laughs) than to meet a potential partner. Say what? Statistically speaking... Your chances of finding love on a night out in London, okay, so it's very specific, this this whole stat or fact. In London, your chances of finding love on a night out are three in one million, which is 500 times less likely than you finding extraterrestrial life. (laughs) That's mad. But that also shows you how hard it is to find love. And I always say it, but I'm so glad I'm not in the dating game anymore because do you know what? I found it hard when I was younger, fitter, sexier, (laughs) perkier boobs. (laughs) I found it hard then. Yeah, I just, nah, mm -mm. I just, it wasn't really, it wasn't really enjoyable. Some people love dating. I didn't love dating. I just didn't love it at all. So I can't imagine how hard it is now. With all of the social networking apps and sites, plus all of the dating sites, there is so much choice. Why is a guy gonna stay loyal to me when when you could have like a build a body type of girl off Instagram? I mean, come on, people are so fickle. Their attention spans, they don't last for five minutes these days. So yeah, I really do feel for anybody trying to find love, like Jen, not sex. Not a, not a quick link up thing, but genuinely trying to find love in this day and age, it 
bruv, it can't be easy. Nearly half of all adults and the majority of women say dating has become harder in the last 10 years. And what's happened in the last 10 years? The growth of dating apps and social media and technology and everything we could imagine at the push of a button. That's a massive advancement in the last 10 years that I think has affected dating. For some people, definitely a positive thing. If it wasn't for these apps, I wouldn't have met my husband. So I can't cuss these apps. Of course I can't. However, however, for the majority... It doesn't always end like that. And it's just, yeah, it's a tough game. It's a tough, tough game. So now we get onto the subject of compromising versus settling. What's the difference? Do you actually know the difference? When is it a compromise versus when is it, you're just desperate now, you're just settling for anything? Because the line is not as clear and defined as one might think. It actually is very, very blurred. What if I put it like this? When you settle your happiness is at stake. When you compromise, you're choosing to tolerate certain things to achieve and maintain a beneficial outcome. That makes it clearer, right? Because you don't wanna compromise your happiness. You wanna make sure you're happy, but you're not lowering your standards or you're not putting up with something that you don't stand for just because you wanna find a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Another way to look at it is like this. Settling is making do with less, whereas compromising is accepting less of one thing in return for more of another. And I think that's a fantastic way to differentiate between compromising versus settling. Now, I know people, I know people who've settled and that's because they were afraid nothing else was going to come along. They got comfortable or maybe they started seeing red flags when they were in the relationship. But at that point, it was too, well, they thought it was too far gone to kind of get out of it because it's like, well, you know, they're here now. (laughs) Might as well make it work. And then there are others who mistakenly think that compromising, which is natural and needed and healthy, meant they were somehow settling for less. So by no means am I saying that we shouldn't have a list of desirables. I'm not saying that because I feel that is actually needed and important to ensure that we have standards and we don't end up with someone that doesn't actually make us excited or, you know what I mean? Like challenge us mentally or stimulate us mentally. So, so of course a list is important. So I conducted a social media survey and it was to find out of my followers or friends, whatever you want to call them, how many had lists versus how many just go with the flow. And a whopping 62% of respondents said they go with the flow versus 38% who said they go with a list. Now, I think that's interesting. And most, it's important to say, most of the respondents were females. So I don't know if that would skew slightly if it was male heavy respondents. But yeah, women have said they go with the flow more than have lists. And I think that's wonderful. I go with the flow. I'm very much a flow kind of person because for me, it's about vibes. It's about the vibes. And you may not have everything on my list, but how do I feel around you? Because I'm gonna go with that. So of those who said they do like to have lists when they're looking for a partner, the next question was, have you ever met anybody who had everything on your list or who checked every point on your list? And the answer was 75% of people said no and only 25 said yeah. That shows you 
it has to be a thing of compromise. You can't expect to have everything on that list ticked off. And if you do, and if you, if you find it, I'm not saying it's impossible, but if you find somebody who has everything on your list, bro, high five to you because you are a unicorn. No, I'm not, I'm, I'm taking a mic. But no, high five to you because it's so rare to find someone who literally ticks everything. So let's talk about the list, right? What are the non-negotiables? When you think about yourself and your dating life, what things have you thought, you know what? I need my partner to be this, to have this, to do this, or it's a no. Quite simply, I'm not interested if he doesn't or if she doesn't have or do this. So I asked around, you know me, I like to go fishing. (laughs) And I've got some really interesting and some funny responses here. But before I get into those, I want to tell you what mine were. So for those who don't know, I am married. I've been married for almost eight years. And I met my partner on a dating app. Like, yeah, eight years ago. And here we are today, two children and married. Now, if we keep it all the way real, do I tick every box for him on his list that he may have had mentally? Or does he tick every box for me on my list that I most certainly had mentally? No, he doesn't. And that is the hardcore truth of it. But let me tell you what was on that list and what he does tick. Handsome. Now, of course, that's subjective. Like, what even is handsome? Now, yeah, some people are like, oh, I like, I don't know, I like guys with brown hair or I like mixed race guys or whatever. You've got some people just have things that they automatically just feel like, mm, that's a bit of me. Like, yeah, of course. And that's fine. And Kevin's type physically isn't me and he's not my type physically. However, we are both very attracted to each other and he finds me beautiful and I find him very handsome. So first point, he met that criteria of handsome even though he wasn't typically what I would have gone for, if that makes sense. Second point is ambitious. Ooh, Chad, that man's ambition just, mm, 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 mm. And it's always been there, but I think I've helped push it up. I've helped lift that ambition even higher than it was when I met him, which is fantastic. Loving and sensitive. Like if I was ticking this box as much as he is those things, the paper would get scrubbed out because those are two of his biggest attributes that I wanted. And I I won the lottery with him because, oh my gosh, the most loving and sensitive guy I have ever met in my life. God really blessed me in that department. Kind. Yes, he's kind. Hardworking modern and progressive. Let me elaborate on this one. I didn't want a traditional guy. I'm not in any shape or form a traditional girl at all. Don't expect me to be chained to the kitchen. Don't expect me to be doing all the housework, even though I kind of do, but don't expect me to be doing it all and you're going to sit with your feet up because I've, I've dated guys in the past who literally don't believe in lifting a finger in the kitchen and they sit there with their feet up like they're the king and I'm supposed to submit to you. Oh my gosh, get out of here. It is so far from what I'm about. No, 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 no. So I needed modern, progressive, forward thinking, a feminist, some might say, and he's all of those things. So yes, we're getting pure ticks right now. Someone who didn't talk to or know too many girl. I didn't want a guy who has loads of female friends and cousins and people hanging around. I didn't want that. I didn't want that at all. Nope, 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 nope. Do you know what it is though? I think sometimes when you've been burnt before by a guy, your trust levels go down in it. So you're then suspicious of everybody around them. So for me, if he had lots of female friends, I would have probably felt incredibly insecure. And not just that, 
You don't need them. You got me. I, I'm, I'm going to be your best friend. I'm going to be your wife. <laughs> I will be everything for you, son. Another non-negotiable. <laughs> I'm busting up because, oh my gosh, this one was so, so non-negotiable. It was, he couldn't work in entertainment. He couldn't. I've dated guys before who have worked in entertainment and it's just a no. It's a big, fat, stinking no for me. I've dated wannabe rappers, DJs, entertain. No, mm-mm, not again. No, sorry. Do you know what it is? My career has always been creative. I've worked in journalism, radio presenting, production, DJing, you know, just lots of different creative fields. Do I want a man who is also trying to make it in the creative field? Two hustlers trying to trying to, to make something of themselves creatively. I don't think I do. I quite like the idea of having someone opposite to me. It was important to me to have someone who's like a regular guy, not someone who's trying to get the limelight, someone, someone who's trying to be the life and soul of the party, the class clown, oh, the joker of the group. Nah, mm-mm. it just isn't for me, really. I quite like having the quiet, retiring type. When he walks into a room, he doesn't need to have everybody look at him. I like that. In fact, I love that about my husband. And respectful. That was an essential attribute of my future husband. He needed to be respectful. Everything I just listed, I got it. So I I was blessed. However, and I'm going to say it with a massive caveat with a capital C, I didn't get it all, which is why I say to you, we have to always compromise. So there were some things on this list of mine (laughs) that were nice to have. They were really nice to have, but they were not deal breakers. The first thing was a sporty physique. I loved, loved, I said it in past tense, guys with like, you know what I mean, sporty physiques. Not muscle heads, not gym heads, no, but just, you know, sporty physiques. My husband's very slim, very, very slim. He's more like a Wiz Khalifa than an Anthony Joshua. Do you know what I mean? And of course, like I said to you, on my list, I had one thing. However, the other things that he does have, push that aside. Who cares about physique when you've got tick, 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 tick all down the list? Who cares? I didn't care, you know? I'm just like, you know what I mean? Like, prioritise here. Prioritise. Because you can have the most banging body ever and your personality is trash. I wanted a great communicator, which I would have actually said was non-negotiable. However, I've learnt. I've learnt that you can sometimes teach people things and sometimes you can't. My husband's quiet. He's someone that keeps everything inside. So do I always know how he feels? No, I have to pry and pry and keep going on at him to really get into his head to see how he's doing. But I negotiated on that because end of the day, he will always communicate when something's not right or he's not feeling something. I am an over communicator. I communicate a lot. And maybe that's why it works because one is like that and the other one's not. So the balance helps. A man that can cook. I wanted a man that could throw down some delicious food in the kitchen. I didn't get that. I got a guy. (laughs) I got a guy who came to me who literally was eating like Kiev's from Tesco and put them in the oven with pasta and sauce like like a proper lack of culinary skills like it was unreal <laughs> I was a bit like what are what this boy let me translate I was a little bit like oh my gosh this guy can't cook but I taught him you can teach things in it I cook most days but some days babes take the reins let me rest a little bit so yeah he's learned to cook he can season now he can season meat season fish he can wash He never knew about washing chicken before. So of course, 
There are things that can be taught. And this is why I say compromise. Have your list, but always think about things that can maybe be taught. People are too quick to jump ship. There are too many distractions. Okay, so she hasn't got, wow, she ain't got a big booty. Well, let me jump online because that other girl on Instagram, she's got a big booty. Let me slide in her DMs. Or wait, I'm sorry, he doesn't earn X amount of money. Uh, Nah, he can't afford to buy me that new insert designer name bag. Sorry, mate, I'm off. I need that bag. Okay, those are very shallow examples, but that's the kind of things I hear people saying. And that is how sad it is in this day and age. Some people are just so fickle and shallow. You know, it might just be, I don't want to wait around. I don't want to see if it's going to get better. I don't want to see if I can work with these traits. I'm just, I'm just not here for it. So people jump ship really quickly. Nope off to the next one, on to the next one, on to the next one. And it's sad to be quite honest with you. It's really, really sad because you could potentially be letting go of a good person because they don't have one attribute off your list. And of course, some things don't compromise on. Of course, some things you just cannot compromise on. For me, like things like religion. I don't know about compromise there. People do it, but I don't know. I see that's where you could clash because you've got very different views on things or if you were choosing to remain celibate until marriage and your partner was just like no that's long that's long I'm not doing that what do you do because to give in and even even if you said to yourself do you know what I'll I'll make him wait a year you've still given in you've given in and you've gone against one of your core values because of this guy or this girl could be the way around because of this guy or girl which means you've not compromised you've settled because that was your core value. You've changed the fundamental part of who you are and what you believe in for this person. I don't advocate for that. I don't believe in that at all. But the kind of compromise I'm talking about are things like, oh, he's not he's not quite tall enough. Oh, his hair isn't like, it's not the fade that I like. Oh, he doesn't earn this much money. He doesn't work in this field. He doesn't drive a nice enough car. Those are the kind of things I'm talking about. Let mummy talk. Listen up. This bit's important. Let me tell you a story about when I first met Kevin. And it's a story I believe has a lot of power because it shows the importance of patience, believing in someone and compromising. When I first met him, we went on a first date in some bar in West London and he didn't buy me a drink. Now for some people that's like, okay, buy yourself a drink. I get it, I have my own money, of course I could. But it's the fact that I was invited on a date and he didn't offer me a drink but he was very very busy talking 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 I remember he had it's like he had verbal diarrhea talking so much and then what I later came to realize is that he was talking so much because he was so nervous and I was just sat there and in my mind all I could think was this guy didn't even buy me a drink are you sure I'm about to leave I'm about to never ever answer your calls again I just had my whole plan in my head of how I was of how I was gonna just lock him off And then as the night progressed, because I I didn't leave straight away, we sat talking in the car for hours. And I'm like, okay, there's something so different about this guy and his energy and his vibe. There was some, I can't explain it. I don't want to say like, (laughs) oh my gosh, like I just knew it's love. I'm not going to say that because that's really pathetic. I don't believe in like falling in love so quick. But what I will say, this is like wholehearted truth. There was something established in the car that evening on that first day that I've never felt before. There was a connection that we shared, a vibe that I had with him that gave me butterflies. And soon after that, the whole 
not buy me a drink thing was out the window. And I thought, you know what? Let me see what happens the next time we meet. And as time went on, it got better. Because at first I was like, is he tight? And what I came to realise was that he wasn't being tight. He just didn't have the money because he was in an unpaid internship at the time. Now, yeah, you, you could be like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to date a guy that ain't got no money, he ain't got no pee, he ain't got no coin. But I'm not like that. Firstly, I'm not shallow. And secondly, I could see he wasn't no waste man. I could see he was on an internship and he was young at the time. He was, he was very young. So I'm like, okay, let's see. He's going to get into a paid job very soon. His internship's only got, I don't know, a month or whatever left on it. Let's see. Fast forward six and a half years, his income surpassed mine by like, <laughs> loads let's just say loads he got promoted to a, a very senior position and this is the guy that I could easily have said nah I'm good you know because he didn't buy me a drink he's working in an unpaid internship and look now look how well he is doing now all because I trusted I believed I had faith in this guy and his ability and in my choices as well by the way although they have been questionable in the past. But yeah, no, this time round, <laughs> this time round, my choices were pretty good. They were pretty solid. So that's what I'm saying. Don't judge too quick. You sometimes just see how it's going to go. Okay, so let me just have a quick sip of my drink. Mmm, that drink tastes good. So the social media survey. The next question I asked was, what are your non-negotiables? What will you not compromise on? Here are the results. Someone simply said he has to be clean. Clean is a non-compromisable thing. And I 100% agree with that. Cleanliness is paramount. Has to be Christian, someone else said. Manners and respect for me, as well as the ability to cook oxtail, <laughs> rice and peas. <laughs> now, this is a black guy. I mean, it's pretty obvious it's a, it's a black guy. But yes, of course, manners and respect hundred percent super important and the cooking thing again you could teach her that I know I think he was joking anyway but yeah you could teach someone that an interesting one someone said having another child so obviously it meant a lot to her to have another child so if she met someone who wasn't on it you can't compromise on that another person said a good person caring and a loving man a hard worker to treat me like a queen that I am and I've got him that response was so beautiful. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so lovely. I love when people find what they're after. Because you know what, right? I'm a bit obsessed with love. So I do think it's a it's an actual blessing when people get what they want in love and life. Someone said they wouldn't compromise on cheating and anything. <laughs> I love this. Listen to the wording. Cheating and anything majorly illegal or immoral. I love the majorly, because I guess if it's like a minor or slightly illegal or immoral, you could let it slide, especially if he looks like Amari Hardwick. Yeah, you could definitely turn a blind eye to that. <laughs> I could anyway. Kind, generous, open-minded, hardworking, ambitious, intelligent. These are things that were on the list that they would not compromise on. Another person has said faith first and then honesty. Motivated, someone who respects your friends and family. That's so important because you know what? Your partner or your husband or wife, whatever, they haven't got to love your friends and family. It'd be nice if they did. They ain't got to love them, but they, just, they need to respect them. And then the final respondent has said, loves God, adventurous, funny, 
patient, articulate and has common sense. A really interesting one that I want to mention is someone who said they compromise on the fact their man is not able to do a lot of DIY stuff. So although she was good at DIY, she would have liked it if her man was good too, so it didn't have to fall to her every single time, which I completely get. And in addition to that, there was a compromise on deep conversations. So she absolutely loved having deep and meaningful conversations, but the communication skills with the partner are not quite as strong because he has ASD, autism spectrum disorder, And he communicates fine, but the depth of the conversations that she loves isn't there. Again, it's that whole thing of, okay, this guy or this girl has a lot of things that are great, but this is missing. Can I work with it? Or is it a deal breaker for me? Do I need to walk away because uh -uh, I can't do it? Do you know what I mean? And she's chosen there. Yes, deep conversations are super important. But at the same time, this guy ticks so many other boxes to throw him away, it would be nuts, it would be stupid. So in conclusion, (laughs) this is like a note to anybody who is single and maybe that whole thing of, I'm I'm getting older, oh my gosh, I've got kids now, no one's gonna want me, it's getting harder to find somebody, blah, 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 all the stuff that goes through our heads as we do get older, whether we are guys or girls, this note is to you because sometimes whether or not we find someone is down to us sometimes it's not it's completely out of our control but I I do know a number of people who have had opportunities with good people like good people and for whatever reason they've blown it do you know what we are all work in progress no one is perfect no one has it together 24 7 so some things can be taught, some things can be learned, some can't, that's the thing in it, some people are stuck in their ways and they're not willing or able to learn anything new, but just don't be too quick to walk away, if it's a severe red flag, then yeah, get your Usain belt on and get the hell out of there, (laughs) but if it's like small, small, maybe see if you can work, maybe, but what I will say is there are core foundational beliefs that we should never allowed to be compromised so faith beliefs morals and standards and religious beliefs like I said earlier these are foundational truths that form the part of who we are as people and the structure of our lives so if we compromise on them if we settle sorry on those things yeah we may just find that we lose a bit of ourselves in the process so don't do that so just think about what you can compromise on and what you can't really. So in conclusion, widen your net because you don't know what you can catch. You might get a bigger, more beautiful fish that you hadn't even looked at before. We need to think less about people as box ticking or like categories to be ticked off and be more open, more open to newness. Like, oh, okay. You're not what I was expecting, but you know what? I like you. Some about you so special. And remember, just because a situation or an attribute is not ideal or doesn't seem ideal, it doesn't mean that the person is not your ideal. 
This is where compromise comes into play. The bottom, bottom line is nobody wants you to make do or just settle because you know, oh my gosh, I'm getting old. I'll just, I'll take him, I'll have him because my tits are getting saggy. No, no one wants that. Nobody wants (laughs) that for you or your life, babe. And of course, wait on God's timing. We always say God's timing is the perfect timing. But in that time, don't be so obsessed and focused on your list that you miss the blessing God has given to you. And to wrap up today's pod, I want to leave you a nice helpful tip. So all my singletons, I don't know if you know this, but check it out. If you do get involved in the dating app life, Monday is the most picky day with the most picky swipes. So maybe avoid Mondays because you'll probably get swiped. Is it swipe right or swipe left? You'll probably get swiped either way. And Sunday is the most active day on dating apps. So yeah, have yourself a little bit of like a Sunday roast and get swiping girls and boys. Hey, and on that note, I'm going to say have a fabulous week ahead. Be happy, be kind. And remember to cast your net further afield than you would ordinarily because Lynn advised you to. It's good to try new things. Remember always be kind.